Okay, getting close to the end. Okay, ready to start? Yeah. Okay, so up to Daf Lamed Vav, and yesterday we started the new parak, and we saw the Mishnah said that you're allowed to be mashilin payers there haruba biyamta. They have payers they have drying out on the roof, and all of a sudden you notice that it's starting to rain. So quickly you want to get them off the roof because otherwise you're going to lose all your dried fruit. It's going to be a tremendous loss of money. So you're allowed to throw them down from the roof through the skylight on Yantiv, Avalei Bishak. So this says in the mission. And yesterday we discussed that the Lashen Mashilin is a good Lashen. You want to say a different Lashen. You want to say Mashirin uh, or Mashinin. A whole bunch of different Lashen say all works. That was just a linguistic aspect of the Mishnah. So that was the first halach of the Mishnah. Then the second halach of the Mishnah was that you're allowed to cover Paris that are getting dripped on and ruined from the drip on, yon, on Yantiv. And you're allowed to put this cleat to protect the drip. You're allowed to put it on top of Paris. You're allowed to put it on top of jugs of oil and wine. And you can also put a bucket to catch a drip on Shabbos. That's the mission. So now we're going to discuss these halachas that you're allowed to throw. First, starting with halachas, you're allowed to throw things down from the roof. So we want to know how much is a mutter in all circumstances. We're going to bring a different halacha on Shabbos where we discuss this idea of being mashiach, of schlepping things from a storehouse. That you're allowed to move things from a storehouse on Shabbos for the purpose if you need room for your guests or for a new place to learn. And we're going to try to see if there's room to make similarities between these two halachas, which are similar. The issue over here of throwing the payers down, there's no muksa problem. The only problem is simply the question of tircha, and the question halacha and Shabbos also refers to tircha. And we're going to try to see if we can draw comparisons or not. So Zakti Gemara was starting from the two dots. Now, Mashilin payers der haru biyomtiv ad kama. Is there a limit to what you can throw down? You have a whole industrial uh, production facility on your roof, you can throw it all down. So, Amr of Zayr, Amr of Asi, Amr of Omar, Rav Asi, Amr of Yechnon, Ka'isa Shishaninu, the same limit that we find in Shabbos. That Mfan Arab of Hamisha Kupais, you can move four or five boxes to heaven. That's Muvur over there, there must be some sort of standard size of the Kupa referring to, Mishal Tvur or of wheat, and they are Khinyalat to move out of the way. For the purpose of having a place to sit, seat your guests, when they build a base of madrash, or if suddenly you notice you don't have enough seats in this madrash, so you have to make some extra room for people in the barn. Eight, so we have too many members, we'll have to open up the barn for them, the warehouse, and uh, make room for them. And uh, over there, the limit is four or five boxes, so over here it should be the same limit. So it's like the Gemara Shani Hassam, the Ikebitl Bas Madrash. No. Maybe on Shabbos is a special halacha, a special heter, because of Bitlubis Medrash. We don't want to keep people away from this Medrash, and that's why we allow you to move so much. Maybe in Yantiv the limit is smaller. Maybe you don't have a right to go up to four or five boxes. Inami. Or maybe, over there, the reason that four or five boxes is motor is Mishum. Shabbos the Chamira. Shabbos is in general more chomer in people's eyes. You can't cook, you can't carry, all the things you can't do in Shabbos. Therefore, people have a seriousness to Shabbos. What's the problem with Tirchi? You start doing too much Tirchi and Shabbos, and next thing you know, you're like, okay, listen, I'm working anyway, I can do whatever I want, you're going to forget a Shabbos. Shabbos, there's less of a concern of a person getting totally carried away and forgetting a Shabbos, because Shabbos is more chomer in people's minds. Avil of the kill, the osil zuzulebe, which is more cow. 
And since Yantiv is more cow, a person may come to Mizalzal and Yantiv. Klal, klal loy. Maybe in Yantiv you're not allowed to move anything out of the way. Now, this girs of Klal, Klal loy is very problematic, because the Mishnah said, Mashiach Paris de Harubim. Our question is how much? We try saying maybe from Shabbos, three, four or five boxes. We're saying Shabbos maybe has a special reason to be more makel. But it doesn't make sense. How can we have the gears that in Shabbos you're not allowed to do it? On Yom you're not allowed to do it at all. It says in the Mishnah you could do it. So some taka because of this take out the gears of Klal Kaloi, and they're gears that Yom Tov the kill, also Zuzule Bay Loi. Not Klal Kaloi Loi, meaning they don't have this same limit. But the Meishu and others, Mekayim, I think it's Meishu, it's Mekayim, this girsa, and they say as follows. They say that in terms of bringing a raya from Shabbos, you could say that maybe Shabbos is different than Yontiv, Klau, Kalei, and Al to do it at all. Now, obviously, that's not the halach, because the Mishnah says you could do something. But trying to bring comparison to Shabbos is totally a non-comparison, because based on just the source of Shabbos, you could have heard that Yontiv is totally awesome. Now, we know Yontiv is not awesome, but Al-Kopanim, we have no source from Shabbos for what the shir is. Inami or maybe you could even say Mamish the exact opposite. This that you limited to up to four or five boxes, that's only Hasamainu Taima, the lack of Hafsid Mammon. There's no loss of money. So they said, okay, we can make a limit. Over here, you're losing, you put out all this fruit to dry, and it's a lot of a tremendous amount of loss of money. So maybe I feel too Vinami, the Abon will make let you move everything off the roof. And Lamaisa, we're coming out as Bechlal, not a comparison when it comes to amounts. And we're not coming out with a mount when it comes to Yantiv. Hosan Tanan, another halacha that says over there, Benigay Shabbos, when it comes to emptying out the boxes of Tvua for the guests, it says you're not allowed to do an Oitzer. And what does that mean? My Shmuel explains to mean even though you're allowed to empty out up to four or five boxes, but not if that will leave you with a totally empty room. Because once you have a totally empty room and you expose exposing the floor, suddenly you're going to notice that, hey, hey, this is all bumpy. You're going to come and smooth out the floor, which is the malacha deraisa of baina, and therefore it's also to totally empty it out. So, when it comes to the Allah of throwing things down from the roof, do I also say that if I'm going to end up with a totally empty roof, I have to worry about ashigumas on the roof? And their roofs, apparently, some of the roofs had, and we find this elsewhere, that there are roofs that had some sort of uh, indentations in it, a chayich, ashigumas also on the roof. So over here, do we have the same chashash? So we can make, again, the Gemara is going to say that it's not a comparison, because there's a svar l'hachmer and a svar l'hakel. Not. Hasem, who b'shabbos to Hasem. Maybe it's only b'shabbos, it's Hasem, yishun b'chamer, because Shabbos is m'chamer. Avul yontif, the kill, shabra dami, but on yontif, which is more cow. We're more makel, which is a little bit strange because Yontiv is not more cow than a gay binyan, kipshuta. Binyan is not mlachsechel nefesh, and the mice is also, it's also. Now, it's not as chomer, it's not kor, it's not skila, but it's a little bit interesting. Afal Piken, before we said the other of the svar that Yontiv is more cow is a reason to be machmir, but over here the Gemara wants to say that maybe the fact that Yontiv is more cow is a reason to hakel. Aidilma, hosum, the ikabitl bismedrish. Now, just to answer the question, sort of, as we're asking before, we said that Yontav is more kal is a reason to be more machmir. Over here, we're saying Yontav is more kal is a reason to be make. The Territ says, over there, we're talking about doing something that's not usher at all. There's no iser malacha of, it's just tircha. So when it comes to tircha, so in Yontav, there's more of a chash, there'll be a mezalzal, legamri in Yontav, because you're not doing a malacha. But when it comes to binyan, 
which is a cheshash of coming to a malach of the rice, since it's not quite as chomer, that maybe this type of binyan would only be derabonon on yontiv, Taisa says elsewhere. So maybe b'chiyagavna and yontiv were more mekel. Oidilma. So on the one hand, maybe yontiv is more kal and yontiv, we're not worried about ashugumas. Oidilma hasam, the ikibitulis medrish. Benegei Shabbos, if you, I don't want you empty out the warehouse, you might not have a place for everyone to sit and learn. And still, Amrit Loi, we say you're not allowed to empty out the entire warehouse. Hacha, the lack of Bittl Besam Adrish, like Halshkin over here, there's no Bittl Besam Adrish, for sure you're not allowed to empty out the warehouse. Fine. So, another comparison we're trying to make, and again, we're saying, is this far Lakan? Is this far to say that Shabbos is worse? Or to say Shabbos is better? We can't make any comparison. Hachatnan, now we're going to say halacha that it says, B'negei Yomtiv, and see if we can shteltsu to Shabbos. B'negei Yomtiv, it says, Mashilun peiris derech haruba, B'yomtiv, Omer of Nachman, of Nachman, comments, that loishanu el ba'isa gag, that's only on that roof. Avomi gag, le gag, but if you have to first throw it from one roof to the next roof, so that, loy, that's awesome. Betanya, mihochmi, even a peiris shabrisa, e'en metalton le gag, le gag, afil, kashere, yasein, shavon, even if the roofs are equal and level, and just right next to each other, you're not allowed to move it from Gag to Gag. That's already too much Tircha. So, would we say the same thing on Shabbos? If I want to empty out a roof for people to sit and learn, could I empty it from one roof to the other? Is there an Isser Migag Gag? Hosamai. Do we say Hochahu the Aser? Maybe it's only Aser on Yantav Mishum, Yantav the Kill, Like we said before, it's an issue of Tircha. When it comes to Tircha, we don't want to be Mazazal on Yantav. Avul Shabbos the Chamir Loi Mela will allow you to go from Gag to Gag. Loi also is a Zuli Bei Shabbat. I mean, you're allowed to do it. Oidilma Ma Hochad Ikehefsed Peiris Amrit Loi. If on Yontiv you're facing a tremendous financial loss, and despite that, we don't allow you to matriach to move from one roof to the other roof. Hosn the Loi Kehefsed Peiris. You're not losing anything. It's just a question of having place people to sit. Like Kolshkin, for sure, it's going to be also. One more, so again, we tried making comparison. We're saying we, we, there's svar lakan lakan. We're not making a comparison. Hacha, one more halacha. It says on yontiv leishalshlin bechevel bechaloynis. Let's say you have no skylight in your roof, right? The mission said you could throw it down the skylight. Instead, you have windows. So you want to lower it with a rope down the side of the building into the window. So the halacha is you're not allowed to do that. The leyardim der salamis. You also can't take it down. Via the ladder down from the roof, you dafka have to throw it down from the skylight, which is much less tircha. So hasamai. What about on Shabbos when you're trying to empty it out to have a place to, for the archim or for bittulis medrash? So would the same halacha apply? You can't lower it by roof by a rope, or maybe it's different. Halacha be yomtiv who the also maybe yomtiv it's dafka also to like a bittulis medrash. Shabbos Shabbos the ikah bittulis medrash. Shabbos is bittulis medrash. Shaperdami it's motor. Over here, we ask it, even though you're standing to lose all of your payers to the rain. Awesome, the lack of hefsed payers, and Shabbos and no hefsed payers. And again, so we can't bring a raya clearly from Yontav to Shabbos, or from Shabbos to Yontav, and the Gemara says, Teku and all the Shilas, we don't have any clarity on what the halach will be. The halach says, says clearly on Yontav, do they apply to Shabbos? And the halach says clearly on Shabbos, do they apply to Yontav? We're leaving that as a teku. Uh, so the next part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that you have some payers and there's a drip that's dripping on them and it's going to ruin them. So it said you're allowed to cover over the payers on Shabbos. Shabbos and Yantu, you're allowed to cover over these payers. So we're going to have a machleikis, what type of payers we're talking about. 
and why you're allowed to cover them. So Amar Ula, not only allowed to cover over fruit which is edible and therefore it's not muksa, vafilu avir even if you have bricks, and the bricks are going to get destroyed, you know, mud bricks will get destroyed from the rain, even those which are 100% muksa, it's also to, you're, I'm sorry, Ula says it's mutter to cover them because you're not moving the muksa, you're just moving something else which is not muksa, you're going to bring your raincoat and put it on top of the bricks to protect the bricks. No. And the only thing you're allowed to cover is things that are royal achila, and the male of the thing that you're covering is not muksa. You can only cover an item that's not muksa. What's pshat in Rabbi This is Rabbi Yitzchak Lushitasei. Yitzchak has a famous sheet in muksa. Having Sechta Shabbos and Third Parak, and have a riches about the sheet. Rabbi Yitzchak's sheet is the Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Ein Klinitol Ella Ladaver Hanitol. You can only move a kli for the purpose of something that is itself not muksa, right? We just had that recently. We talked about moving a knife for the purpose of... For the, what was the purpose of? We, we spoke of, we brought this halacha, that you wouldn't be allowed to move the knife for... What? You're talking about the shisaram or the whatever? No, you're moving the knife is something that was... that The Gemara first thought there was a problem. The etzim, and the Gemara said it was, it was according to the Shita Rebbe that you can't move the knife because it's... What? It's a knife. Over there was uh, yeah uh, the two sides over here in top one base of an olive. What the two sides knife? No, Hamar and Chemi the Amar Kol Kelim Tol Ol Derech. Oh no, that was Derech Tashmishan. That was different story. I'm sorry, I got mixed up. And Chemi holds that you can only move something to, for its intended purpose, not for something else. That was different sheet. Okay, the Yitzchak holds you can't move something. Right. For example, that would mean that if you have uh, any, any muksa item, you can't move even a non-muksa item if it's for the purpose of doing something or protecting or somehow anything for something that's muksa. Fine, so this is a sheet of Rabbi Yitzchak. So Rabbi Yitzchak is forced to learn our Mishnah, that our Mishnah is talking about that the payers are not muksa. So now the Gemara is going to try to bring Raya, so we have this Machlaikas. Ula holds that you can move, cover anything, even a muksa item, even these bricks that are 100% muksa. Rabbi holds you can only move it to cover something which is not muksa. Now, we're going to try to bring Raya's back and forth to these two sheets. Tanan, mechasen, it's not It says in the Mishnah you could cover peiris with kalim, and you can medayik. Peiris in, why did the Mishnah pick its example of fruit, which is not muksa? It's because it wants to tell you the dafka peiris, avir to live in the but if you have bricks which are muksa, you're not allowed to move a cleat to cover them. So chayir to Raya to Yitzchak. No, Ula will answer you. Who that no, really, you're not allowed to move a kli to cover bricks. Also, I. Why did we discuss moving a kli to cover payers? The idea the toneration mashilin payers since the Mishnah began with a halacha that had to do with payers throwing payers down from the roof. So when we moved on to the next halacha. We continue talking about payers. Tana nami And the Rashi couldn't talk about bricks. He definitely not allowed to throw bricks off the roof because. It's um, the bricks are muksa. So when we spoke about moving something, we kept talking about payers. Oh, tnan, but now the Gemara is going to ask, that's fine, the first chalik of the Mishnah. But then the Mishnah says, You could also cover jugs of oil and jugs of wine. Now, 
L'chayr, jugs of oil and jugs of wine, doesn't mention the ratio. So there's no chayr to talk about jugs of wine, jugs of oil specifically. If the mission wants to tell you another thing you could cover, the mission of the said, v'chein avir delivni, and also you could cover bricks, which are muksa. And that would have told you b'feirish, not like a b'yitzvah. From the fact the mission didn't say that, l'chayr is a right to b'yitzvah. It's like the Gemara, we'll answer you no. Hocham ha'eskinam b'tivla. The oil and wine you're covering here is oil and wine, which is tevel. And since it's tevel, so it's takamuksa, and alpha pikin, you're allowed to cover it. And Zakti Gemara Lachayra, it's Mistabra, Adarab, this part of the Mishnah is a raya to Ula, not like Rabbi Yisak. Because why are we talking about what's the Chiddush? You're allowed to cover your, your uh, dried figs. Why shouldn't you be allowed to cover your oil and wine? It's all the same thing. You're protecting it from the drip. So, Achinam Mistabra, Isak, Adai, Tachadi, Am, Kadishem, and the Teira, it's not muksa, the Teira Skinon. So then, I'm sorry, Achinam. Sorry, I just lost the place. How can I miss up? Isak the Eitz Kadi Am Kadi Shem the Teira Hatani LeRisha Peiris. We just said it's repetitious. You're allowed to cover the fruit and you're allowed to cover the wine. If the wine's muter to use, what's the chiddush? So Chayyur Adar Abba Zakti Gemara. The fact that the Mishnah doubles and talks about Kadi Ayin V'Shemen, it must be there's a chiddush here. And what would be the chiddush be? Because we're talking about Kadi Ayin V'Shemen that are tevel and they're muksa. And despite the fact that they're muksa, you're allowed to cover, move something to cover that. So like, you know, it's not true. It can't be medayik that we're talking about kadiyayin, kadishemen of tevel. There's a different chiddush in kadiyayin v'shemen, even if this yayin and shemen is not muksa. Kadiyayin, kadishemen, it's a chaleik. There's a chiddush that you're allowed to cover these things. Why? They allowed you to move something to cover and to be teriach, to cover the payers when you're going to have a large loss. You're going to totally, a total loss. You have your raisins get wet. It's a total wipeout. But just a little bit of water landing on your barrels, you move them after Yantu, you dry them up, not a big deal. Therefore, you would think that there's no Isser. So that's why the mission had to tell you not only are you allowed to move something to prevent the major loss, you can even move it to prevent the minor loss. It could be everything in the mission is talking about something which is not Muksa, but I'll cope on it. We don't have a Raya so far, not like a Ritzik and not like Wu. Now we're going to try to bring other Raya's to prove each position, and mainly we're going to ask Kashus and Ritzik. Tanan, it says in the mission, Noisen kli tachsad laf b'shabbos. It says in our mission, you're allowed to put a kli to catch a drip on Shabbos. Now, the water that drips is definitely muksa. It's disgusting. So, how are you allowed to put a kli to catch muksa? You're moving the kli for something which is muksa. It's like, do you want to know? Maybe the drip, the laf haroi, we're talking about a drip, that this happens to be nice, fresh, clean water that's dripping in. So, it's not muksa. Toshma, another raya, not like Rabbi Yitzchak. That you can move something to pr- for the purpose of something which is muksa. Parson Machzel Salgabi Levaini B'Shabbos. I'm allowed to cu- spread a mat over bricks and Shabbos to protect them. Now, bricks are definitely muksa. It's like tomorrow, who told you? The Yatim Ibn Maybe it's bricks that were left over from a building project. The Chazil Mizgalayu, the good chairs. Toshma, another eye now, I could be a Parson Machzel Salgabi Avon B'Shabbos. I could spread out a Machzel on top of stones and Shabbos. No one sits on stones. Stones are meant for building. L'chayra, you see that you can move the mat to cover something, which is moksa. It's like, tomorrow, no, we're not talking about building stones. Ba'avonim mekurzolis. We're talking about, we're talking about the type of stones they used to use, the mkayim toilet paper. They didn't have toilet paper. They had sharply, sharp, uh, pointy rocks that they used instead. This is uh, before uh, Charmin. Toshma. Person nachzelos al-gabi kaveris devayim. Another eye, not like a Yishuk, is you're allowed to spread the uh, a mat on top of your beehive on Shabbos 
in the sun to protect it from the sun. When it's the winter and it's raining from the rain. When you do that, you're not allowed to have a mind to trap the bees. Now, so how could you move the mat? Like the more, no, wholesome nami, they get the vash. The beehives not mux, there's honey in there, you can pull out some honey, it's, it's, it's a honey receptacle. So I'm a layer of ukva, mimation, or of ashi, suffractive ukva, mimation, or of ashi. You want to explain that brice that says you can protect it from the rain and the sun because there's it's not muksa because there's honey. That will help you in the summer. The summer, the beehive is full of honey, and therefore they get the vash, and that's why you could say it's not muksa. It says you can also protect it from the rain. That's the winter. In the winter, there's no honey. They used to empty out all the right. They empty out all the honey from the beehive and they sell it to them for Shoshana. And now it sits empty till next year when the bees go out and make more honey. So, it's like the Gemara. No, because even in the winter, there is some honey. They used to leave behind two full loaves of honey in the beehive for the purpose of the bees to eat off. And those two hives of uh, two loaves of honey, so the mice they're edible, so the whole beehive never becomes muksa. Affecting more, of course, it becomes muksa. Oisin shteichalis muksa saying those two chalas of honey they're set aside for the bees. They're not food, so the whole thing is still muksa. The fact is, this honey that's not honey you could use, not edible honey. I mean, it's technically edible, but it's not intended for eating. It's muksa, so the whole beehive is muksa. How am I allowed to move the mat? Not like a yitzchak. It's like the gemara hachav ma'askinon. No, we're talking about that. On Erev Shabbos, you already decided, you know, I might take the bees' honey. The bees will have to fend for themselves. I need honey. I'm going to take the honey from the beehive, even though it's really intended to feed the bees. Today, they don't let the bees have any of the honey. I think they give them sugar water, and they take all the honey out. It's, uh, it's, not, it's a lot cheaper sugar water than honey. And a lot of, they also mix, unofficially, but they mix a lot of sugar water and corn syrup into the honey to save money. It's, you know... The difference in price between corn syrup and honey is very large. I say there's a lot of fraud in honey. Okay. But I'll call upon him. But, uh, so he had in mind he's going to eat the, he's going to eat that honey. So therefore, the beehive is not moksa. Avil. Zakti What are you going to tell me? It's only not moksa if you had a mind to use them. My also, you're gonna tell me if I didn't have a mind on Erev Shabbos, I'm gonna use this honey in the winter. So on top of the beehive's mukz, and I can't cover it with the mat. So the Bryce says you could always cover it, except if you have a mind for trapping. The Bryce should have said much better. The Bryce should have made a chiluk within. Forget about trapping. Within just covering it, it should have said, when is it that you're allowed to cover it even in the winter? That's Dafka Shechishavalayim. Then Ere Shabbos, I planned on eating the honey, so now the Biyah is not Muksa. But if I didn't plan on Ere Shabbos to eat the honey in the winter, so therefore it's Muksa, I can't do it, it's Aser. So why do we only just make a Chilik between, if you're planning on trapping the bees, not trapping the bees, we should have made the Chilik within whether or not it's Muksa. It's like the Gemara, no, it's not a raya, because it could be hachi kamar. Afal pishachishalei, and the Bryce can tell you chiddush that even if you did think about him, there's no muksa issue, there still is a different technical problem. Bulvad, shaloi yischav and lotzad, you didn't have a mind to capture the bees. So I'll go upon him, we established that there's no raya, at least so far, not a raya like Rabbi Yitzchak, and not a lot, right? Like Ula, we had a lot of kashas, and Yitzchak was able to get out of every single one by establishing. We're talking about a situation where it's not muksa. 
Now, we're going to focus on the end of this b'risa once we mention it. Said in the b'risa, you could cover your beehive as long as you don't have a mind to capture the bees. Now, the Gemara is assuming now that... Now, first of all, it's like the Gemara, but Who is the Tana of this b'risa? Obviously, because of Yehuda. This b'risa, we're trying to say that this b'risa is worried about muksa, and he had kavana to eat the honey. Who holds that something edible could be muksa? That's Rabbi Yehuda. So obviously this b'risa is going like a Yehuda, this is like muksa. Now, Ema Seifa, but then the end of the b'risa makes no sense. We're going within the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda's shita famously is that a dover, we have a machleikas, a dover she'en mischaven, is it muter aser? I'm, I'm trying to drag a bench, and I make a... Charitz. I did Harisha by mistake. So according to Rav Shimon, that's motor. For Rav Shimon, it's chavim. Motor. According to Rav Yehuda, it's awesome. So for the Gemara, the Brisa says as long as you don't plan on trapping the bees, it's motor. Who says that if I don't plan on doing the iser, that avoids the iser? That's the sheet of Rav Shimon. So the ratio of the Brisa we're saying is busy with muksa. That's like Rav Yehuda. And Amos Seifel, Bavadshle, is Chavim Lotzer, also in Rav that's going according to Rav that holds a Dovashem, Dharma Dovashem, is Chavim, is Mutter, that as long as I'm not planning on trapping it, it's not awesome. So, one second, though, he's like more. What? You tell me according to Rav Shimon, end of the Bryce, it makes sense? It doesn't make sense according to anybody. Vitizbra, you're going to tell me that according to Rav Shimon, it's Mutter, Vitizbra, Rav Shimon, according to Rav Shimon, the end of the Bryce makes sense that trap the bees as long as that's not your intention, it's Mutter. Both Abai and Rava both hold They both agree that Rib Shimon that holds that if you do something but it's not your intention, it's mutter. That's only if you're not for sure gonna do it. But if you're for sure gonna do it, like cutting off the head of a chicken and it's for sure gonna die. So if there's no way you take a beehive and you totally cover it with a mat, now the bees can't get out, that's it doesn't matter whether you had in mind to trap or you didn't. End of the day, there's no way to do that without trapping the bees. Even Rabbi Shimon holds the saucer. So the the end of the price is stamas share. So it's like the Gemara. Yeah, you misunderstanding the price. And the price is not if you don't have intention to trap. The price is Rabbi Yehuda. And if you end up trapping them, even if you didn't plan on it, with would be There's windows in the beehive, so the bees could fly out. This mat you're putting on top is not stopping the bees from escaping. And don't learn the end of the price as long as you don't have intention to trap. As long as you don't actually trap them. So the price says, cover your behind. The winter, the summer, there's no muksa problem because there's honey. Just make sure that when you cover it, you're not creating a trap to trap the bees. Of course you're not allowed to trap bees. Why would I think I'm allowed? The price has to tell you as long as you don't trap the bees. Of course you're not allowed to trap the bees. It's like tomorrow is a chiddush. Mao the tamer that trapping is only usher. Their ice talk like that is only on something that is normally trapped. Something which no one traps, who's trapping bees. So then it's mutter that no, even aim is still awesome. That's what I had to say. Ravashi Omar, a whole different test, a whole kasha. What was this kasha? The kasha was, Rav Yitzchak holds, you can't move a mat for something which is muksa. And the Braisa says you can move a mat to cover a beehive in the winter. And in the winter, there's no honey, so the winter it should be muksa. And we have to say, oh, because you're planning on eating the honey in the beehive. Much more posh to Never said that you could move the beehive, that mat, in the winter and the summer. It said, mitnei achama, mitnei So, 
the first sheet assumed that the sun's in the summer and it rains in the winter. That's not what it says. No, me ketani be moisa cham meskisham says the summer and the winter. It just says you can protect it from the sun and the rain. And in Nisan and Tishrei, it's somewhere in between, so it's, you have some days that are rainy and some days that are sunny. There's still honey in the beehive. It's not, it's, not, it's not the winter yet. So therefore, Pashit, of course, it's not Muksa because there's tons of honey. And the rain in the summer we're talking about doesn't mean the winter. It means all in the spring or the fall where there's both of them. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the last chaluk of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said you're allowed to put a kli to catch a drip. Tana, in the smawa kli, if the kli gets filled with liquid, and now you're going to suddenly have a drip, this will make a disgusting mess in your house. Shaitvich v'shayna, v'eni nimna. You can take it, spill it outside, put the bucket back, and keep doing it as many times as you want, because you're prevent, prevent, preventing your house from becoming disgusting. Heter v'gashler eat. Now the Gemara is going to bring a story talking about this het of Grashari. The het of Grashari, Grashari literally means your chamber pot, that even though it's muksa, it's disgusting, it's muksa machmasmias, and the soy in it is for sure muksa, afal pikein, chazal were makel and allowed you to move muksa if it's disgusting. This is the heter, while we're allowed to empty out the garbage in Yantiv, and you're allowed to clean up a spill, and you're allowed to clear a table full of detritus, which is muksa, because all these things are Grashari, it's disgusting, and it bothers you, and you don't want to sit around looking at these disgusting things. That's the heter to move these things. Now, the Gemara brings a story. What happened is Abaya's mill, there was a drip coming onto it, and it was made out of cheres, and it was getting ruined by the drip of rain. But the problem was, it was not in his house. The Mishnah said you're allowed to put something to catch the drip, that's in your house, where otherwise it'll make your house disgusting. That's Graf Shereen. There's no head of Graf Shereen. If you have in your garage, you have something disgusting, you're not going to your garage in Shabbos, you can't. If some, someone schlepped a dirty diaper into the garage and it's just sitting there, and you have no reason to go in the garage, you're not allowed to move it. It's, it's, it's not bothering anybody. You leave it there. Even psychological graf shari, you know, some people maybe extend that the lady knows it's there and she's not going to be able to, to, to handle knowing that there's a dirty diaper sitting on the floor of a garage and she'll mamish be ice match. Maybe you can really stretch it. But Pashtas, that's not a graf shari. So he had his uh, mill getting ruined. That's a lot of money and it's damaging it. But at the end of the day, it's not where he lives. So you know what to do. So also came to Rabbi, came to Rabbi, and asked him, what should I do? Go take your couch, bring your couch into the place where the mill is. Then when you're sitting there and you're trying to relax on the couch, you see this muddy mess, it'll bother you. So then you can put the bucket and catch it and protect your mill. So, then you can take out the drip. Yosef Abayev, says, one second, how can I use this psak? Am I allowed to go? We had the, the Gemara earlier, so the Gemara says it is halacha. You're not allowed to make a graf shari'i. We didn't have this Gemara, it's the Gemara on Shabbos. Yeah, we had it. The Gemara we didn't get inviting a guy. So you're not allowed to make a graf shari'i on Yantar of Shabbos. So, Abaya, he said, How could I go and use this heter? I'm, I'm creating a graf shari'i. Abahachi, while Abaya was busy coming up with kashas, why he can't rely on this heter. His mill collapsed from the rain. Oh my, so it was a bias comment when that happened. Tastily, I deserve it. The Avri Ademar. I ignored, I asked a shayo from Rabbi. Rabbi told me psak, and I was busy being frumer than, I, than, than him, and I deserve, got what I deserved. My mill was destroyed. Now, it's interesting. The Gemara doesn't say parrots. And I said, I had a very strong kashi. And I lost my grasher, Yilchatchila. And it's not even so posh how we paskin, Rambam paskins, that you're not allowed to do this, but. 
Tysus has a tariff. Tysus says that not making a grout. Tysus two truths. First, Tysus says that maybe the Mokim Pseida is a hatter. The second tariff he has, interesting tariff, he says that if I'm going to create the disgusting situation, today, and then I'll be able to move. That I'm not allowed to do. Based on the heter, I'm going to make something disgusting based on not, you know, not just eating it. I'm going to go ahead and make something disgusting based on the fact that later I'll be able to move it. That you're not allowed to do. But over here, the disgustingness was there. What I was doing was creating the situation where I have the heter by making it my dwelling place. That Taisa says that's not called Eisen Grashu Yechatchila, and that's why Abai Rabbi held those mutter. On the other hand, the Rambam, the Kesemishne, the Paskins like Abaya, and uh, and the Kesemishne explains because the Rambam held the Ma'as Abaya had a good time. Grashu Eiv Avet Shomei Omer Shmuel. I'm sorry, Omer Shmuel. Grashu Eiv Avet Shomei Meraglaim. You have the chamber path uh, or the the one for Gedolim, and Avet Shomei Meraglaim is one for the Meraglaim. When they're full, you could take it out to the garbage dump. You bring it back. What do you, you, know, you, you need it, right? This could be Nigel Halach. You have a party on, on Shabbos. So, when you bring it back in, so you're not allowed to carry it by itself. It's muks, it's disgusting. This thing has, you know, they had, they're made out of cheres. If you have not made out of plastic, it's not that disgusting. But the one they had was made out of cheres and was. Totally absorbed with the tzoy and the mayor glime was much disgusting. It was muksamach msmiv. How could the mice you need it back in the house? So how, what do you do? Shumach zira nice and by mine. You put a little bit of water in it. Now the water is not muksai. Who's going to drink water out of a oven shomer glime? And says you can feed it to your cow. Your cow's not that picky. So now it has an item which is not muksa, and because you're moving something that's not muksa, you can move the clean. So nice and by mine, mazira. So how's that going to your house? Well, so how are you bring it into your house if you're ready? The water is not muksa. So once the water is not muksa, I'm allowed to carry uh, it to my house. I just have to have something that's not muksa. Now, about that, you're right. That technically, I'm going to leave the water just sitting there. And I guess, you know, just uh, that when the person goes to the bathroom, it minimizes the smell, whatever it is. But I'll call upon him, the water is technically not muksa because I could feed it to my cow, even though right now I'm taking it to my bedroom. Uh, now, the Gemara held, and the Gemara is going to make a, a, a comment about this heter of Gashri. So it's like the Gemara. Uh, this you can move something disgusting, it's only if it's in a clean. But with Neatzme light, to move it all, to Mamish touch the Tsoya, that you can't do. And it's like, no, no, it's not true. Toshma, the Hu Achbra, the Shtakhbe, a Farsamaki, the Rav Ashi, they found the mouse in Rav Ashi's, the Farsamain, and his uh, incense and spices. So Amalu, Rav Ashi, knocked David to Tisa, of course, just grab it by the tail and haul it out of here. So you see that he held you allowed to discuss, touch the disgusting thing on its own, and the hat of Grashur E applies even if you have to actually touch and move the disgusting thing to get it out of your way. Zakhtimishna. Kol Shachayev Alov Mishim Shuos. Anything that's also in Yontem. Now, Chayev is very interesting. Chayev usually means Yachayev Midiraisi. But over here, Chayev does not mean because we're only talking about Yisur Derbon. So it actually says, Chayev Alov means Midivri Soifim. Shloy Lasai Sebeshat. What do you Chayev? Means it's also to do on Shabbos, Mishim Shuos. Either it's also they made a new. Regulation, or something that has a little bit of sheish by ketasmit. So, second qual, second level of things in the mission. We're going to talk about things that have a little bit of a mitzvah, but it's really like an optional mitzvah of a lay mitzvah gedayla. The karavul yez davar shus, and it's almost just optional. And then the third level is things that actually have a mitzvah. Nafal pikein is also to do on shop. So, kol shchelvul mishum shus, mishum shus. 
Stamazay Osir, it's something which has somewhat of a mitzvah, but not a real mitzvah, and it's Osir Medirabonan, or something which is a real mitzvah, and still it's Osir. So Chayav Malbiyantiv, it's also Osir to do in Yantiv. The Elu Hayin Misham Shus, which are the things that are just an Isid Rabbanon, there's no Indian of mitzvah at all. The Elu Bilan, you can't climb a tree, because I was going to explain why. Can't ride an animal. Can't go swimming. You're not allowed to clap. You're not allowed to slap your thighs. You're not allowed to dance. So the first, the, the first whole list was things that have nothing to do with mitzvahs. Second one is things that have to do with a mitzvah, but they're not actually a mitzvah. But a sort of mitzvah. What are they? You can't judge it in Torah. You're not allowed to do chalitza. You're not allowed to do yibum. And the following ones are also, even though they're a real mitzvah, you're not allowed to be maktish, something for hektish, you're not allowed to say, you can't make something which goes either with gavoy or the kehanim, you're not allowed to separate shumas from maiser, all these halachas apply in yontem for sure in shabbos. The only difference in yontem and shabbos is eichel nefesh. Now we're going to go through and start explaining the various ones in the mission. Maybe you're going to end up knocking a branch of a tree. Why can't you ride an animal on Shabbos? You're on a horse, you go too far, you go out of the Tchum. So, yeah, really, there's a Gezeira Otu going out of the Tchum. That would mean Shemami no Tchum Deraisa. We only make a Gezeira Otu something that's an Issa Deraisa. We don't make a Gezeira Otu Deraisa, that means Tchum Deraisa. So the more backs away from that, and says, "No, el No, when you're riding your horse, you'll grab a branch of a tree to use as a whip. You can't go swimming. You'll make some sort of flotation device. Taisa says you something like a hollow klicheres that didn't have any opening, so it's full of air. It used to float. But you're gonna make some sort of flotation device. So that's why you're not allowed to swim. Veloi mitapchim veloi misapchim veloi meraktin clapping, slapping your thighs and dancing. You're gonna make a musical instrument." The following ones are Asr Mishim Rishos. There's no Mitzah, but they're still Asr. Loidon, you can't down it entire. It's a tremendous Mitzah. You look in the Torah and begin Chesh Mishra. It says, Mamish, she's sitting with the Kosh Baruch, tremendous Mitzah. It's like the Gemara, yeah, Loitzrichet, Iked Olaf Minei. No, but there's a, bit, there's a better dying than you. So, you know, you just because you want to hang up your shingle and uh, make drum up business to your bezin, that's not a Mitzah. Mitzah is only if you're the best dying around. Vloy Mikadshin. A mitzvah of marrying a lady is a mitzvah. Like more like tzricha the isla yishu bar na. You're already married, so it's no mitzvah. Lecholtzim lemiabmen. A mitzvah of it's a mitzvah chalitza yibum. It's like more like tzricha the ikah gadol. No, there's an older brother. A mitzvah the gadol liabmen. The mitzvah is the oldest brother miabmen. So the younger one wants to do it. That's not a mitzvah. Kulu time and I. Why can't you do all the things that we just mentioned? Gzeir shem yichtev. These are all things after the dinay teira, and there's a you have to make a record of them. And therefore, you're not allowed to do any of these things because you may come to right. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll stop over here. We'll stop the ones in the show. So, of course, this is your